Here I go again Same old boss, same old friends It's just my place for security Place I call friends like you and me Here I go again Hello everybody, welcome back to the Patrick Lally Show Podcast here in the best little city in America Beautiful downtown Sioux Falls We are coming to you Live, we are live. You're not listening live, but we are live from the Full Circle Book Co-op here in Sioux Falls at 123 West 10th Street. Your uh, left-leaning, I I screw this up every time. It's a conservative, communist, left-leaning, libertarian bookstore and cafe uh, right here in Sioux Falls. It is a fine, fine place. And each Tuesday night, we're here recording the podcast. So, you know, if you're hearing this later, that's cool. You can come down next Tuesday. Sometimes there's city council meeting. First three Tuesdays of the month, we have city council bingo down here at 7, which tonight there's no city council meeting because, and a little known fact, uh, tonight is the Chamber of Commerce dinner. Yeah, annual Chamber of Commerce dinner where all eight councilors sit at the same table in a illegal formation. Uh, It is not a public meeting, but it is like a declared... Uh, a public emergency to allow them to all be in the same place at the same time. And I don't know who the speaker is this year. Uh, I've been to the chamber dinner many times. Lovely event. Lovely. But there's no city council meeting tonight uh, because of the chamber dinner or probably because it's the third Tuesday or fourth Tuesday. First three Tuesdays of the month they have city council and we're here playing bingo and having a good old time making fun of public officials because what good are public officials if you can't make fun of them? Right? Uh, and so our, our, I will say this. Our studio audience, a little, a little sparse tonight compared to normal because there's no bingo. Uh, I won't, it's, I'm sure, one thing I know for sure, our, our crowd tonight has nothing to do with my guest on tonight's <laughs> podcast, who is, uh, uh, you know, an old friend of mine, uh, had been on the old show, the, the uh, uh, much, the semi-beloved and uh, short-lived uh, radio show. Uh, on on a radio station, uh, Chad Picard. Chad, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. So Chad's here. Woo! <laughs> so Chad's here. A couple reasons. One, uh, I've sort of. Here's kind of how I book guests now. <laughs> Can I tell him how you book guests? No, I'm going to tell him, and it's it's pretty similar. Um, whoever I see on Monday that I think might show up on Tuesday, that's who's on. The, by the way, can I just take a, just a short aside here? These people uh, trying, who are getting signatures for, le- for legal weed, they gotta stop. I mean, I, this is not, I don't, I'm okay with weed, right? I, I think eventually weed will be legal everywhere and I'm fine with it. But these people have got, I mean, everywhere I go, they showed up at the bike race on Sunday. Seriously. People hawking signatures for legal weed. They're, they're working on, they're trying to get extra credit. They're trying to get extra yeah. credit. These are an aggressive group. Um, they clearly are paid, hired people. And I, I'm, you know, South Dakota law says you have to be a South Dakota resident to gather petitions. And the problem is nobody's checking because you don't check before. You check after. So if they're not, if they're not flying straight, they won't get it on the ballot. Anyway, I just saw one out here. There's another one. They're just walking up and down tents. There's two of them. Now that's, there's three of them walking together. First of all, that's no way to gather signatures, fellas. 
do not cluster. You got time to lean, you got time to clean. Just tell them you're a felon. <laughs> I, I do. I've told them I'm a felon. I've told them I don't live here. I've told them I already signed it. Um, I've told them um, I hate the, the evil weed. None, none of which are true. No, I'm not going to sign it. I would sign it if it was a normal person. Back to my guest, Chad Picard. I usually, uh, I usually don't sign because I'm afraid my mom will find out. Yeah, noted normal person, Chad Picard. I'll just let that lay there. Yeah. Uh, Chad's here, uh, getting back to the topic, because he is, one, a podcaster. You're the second podcaster <laughs> we've had on the... Third podcaster we've had well, on I've the... Well, I've done a podcast. You've done a podcast. So you're a podcaster. You've got, so you're the third podcaster on the program. And there goes another pinball machine from a bonus round, which is now open, which is fabulous. Um, uh, from the window here at uh, Full Circle Book Club, we can see the world going by, uh, and which is clearly more interesting than this podcast. Um, no, you're here because you are a small business owner. Yeah. You're the owner for many years now of Spoken Sport Bikes. And we will, yay, bikes. Yay. <laughs> and and I, am a, I am a customer, so you know, full disclosure, I've given you most of my available cash. Thank, thank you, thank you. You know what's scary? So, Chad, you have this. You have this like rewards program, right? Everybody got mm -hmm. a rewards program now. Yep. Which is so the, de the I'm not sure the details, but basically you get money back when you spend money. Right, but how much is it? How much? What's the percentage? Uh, three percent. Sometimes six percent. So it depends on the weekend. Sometimes I get my email, and I it's a big amount of money, and I say, "Woo! I got a hundred bucks to spend at Spoken Sport." Wow, what a great shop. And then I realized that is only 3% of what I spent there in the last quarter. You are, you are sly, businessman, Mr. Picard. So first of all, I want you to tell, because I'm going to stop talking now, um, because I want you to tell people um, your origin story, because it's a pretty good one. I, how did you end up at, you're, you're still a young man. Yeah, but you maybe you seem you, you look you are a weathered veteran of the <laughs> of the bike business, but just but small business. Yeah. I think it's a pretty good story about small business. How did you come to be who you are today, other than the normal biological sense? Well, I pulled the sword out of the stone, basically. <laughs> See, and that's the end of the story. Um, Sir Chad, yeah, <laughs> Excalibur. You um, have minstrels. <laughs> yeah, no, go ahead. Uh, basically, it's all I honestly, it's all I've ever done. I in, uh, in junior high, I got a job at a bike store, which turned into more jobs at bike stores and which was of the, which was Bike Barn, yep. on the corner of Ninth and Cliff, the just famed, off the corner. Yeah, the famed Bike Barn. The it was an actual barn, no running water. We had to go into the owner's house next door to do anything with water, like wash <laughs> our hands, or it was it was weird, but it was it was still to this day probably the best job I ever had. It wasn't there a tunnel. Eventually, there was a tunnel. <laughs> yes. Between the house and the... Yeah. I mean, eventually, did you guys chip this away with spoons or what? Uh, no, actually. The, in uh, 1990, they expanded the bike barn, like doubled its size, because it was, it was pretty small. Yeah. And, was it just the front of the barn? Uh, it, what do you mean? It was I mean, only part of the barn, and then they expanded the full it, barn? It or? was a full barn, and then they, they added like a... Oh, just a, to see. the side of it. They, they added like on. another, I don't know, 2,000, 3,000 square feet. And that's when they put in the tunnel. Barn annex. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, that's where I started. Uh, worked with a great crew of people. Scott Nelson was the owner. Uh, he went on to do some, some bigger and better and cooler things. Uh, and then after that, worked in other bike stores and uh, eventually uh, spent some time working for Shields as well. Um, eventually came back to, to Spoken Sport. I'd worked there a couple summers. 
but I came back and started managing that store, and then uh, a couple years later, I had the opportunity to buy it. And, and you I'm, were, but it, the thing it, is, it, you're skipping by. You're what, still what not skipping? that old. I, yeah, right. I bought it when I was 26, I think. You're 26 years old. Yeah. You know what I was doing when I was 26 years old? Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, but I mean, that's pretty amazing to take on what I assume was a fair amount of debt. Oh yeah, yeah. To buy a bike store. Yeah. Which at that time was where? Uh, at that time, we had just moved from the Western Mall to in front of what was Kmart, and now it's Norberg Paints. Mm-hmm. Um, but and also Hy-Vee in front of Hy-Vee. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we moved there and uh, had really no idea what I was doing. Other than I was, you know, creating a job for myself for the years to come. Uh, I was supporting cycling, which I loved. I was able to hire people and pay them a wage, and uh, I just, I honestly, I, I loved it. It was awesome, and and business was completely different back then. It, it was, uh, you open your doors and people would come in, and it was, it was a ton of fun. That is different, and that's why one of the interesting things I want to talk to you about is business. I mean, I know you because of cycling, but I think your story is interesting not just because of cycling. It's a bike, the bike business is tough, but all business is tough, right? Yeah, yep. And um, I think that the idea of having a small local business fits in selling something, right? Everybody sells something, mm-hmm. but you're selling hard goods mm-hmm. and then service. Mm-hmm. That that is a particularly challenging business to be in, in, the, in the, going forward. And you have, so you have to be much better than it was, you add it than you were when you started. Oh yeah, right. So you say it changed a lot. You're 26 years old. You take on all this debt. You don't know what you're getting into. You could have just gone out of business. Right. How did you stay in business? I, I think the the one thing that um, that kept us in business is I n- I never liked getting comfortable with what we did. Yeah. Like I always wanted to do something better. I always wanted to change. I always wanted to move the needle. I wanted to, you know, if. Uh, you know, if, how can we make service better? Can we can we offer more for less? Or you know, I don't know things like that. Can we? Are there people that aren't being served? Is probably the biggest thing. Um, you know, so like new cyclists, are they are they being served? Is it a comfortable place for them to come in? And it's so it's you know, how can we change our business to always be uh, meeting the needs of of people that want a bike, or, or or even how do we get people interested in cycling? You know, that's there's a lot of specialty retailers that are you know quote unquote professionals in their in their area but they only cater to the professionals and they're not trying to get more people interested in what they do you know mm-hmm. whether it's a you know wine store or a brewery or, or a camera store you know there's tons of people that are interested in that and and for them to just walk into those stores it's super intimidating mm-hmm. so you know how do you market yourself to make it more comfortable for those people to come in, or maybe it's not even you know coming into your store. It's reaching out to them in the community. It's doing an event. It's just being uh, being available to them to ask the the easy questions uh, that they have. So I'm and I'm very interested in this, as you know. And and uh, you know I spent all those I spent a lot of years in journalism. Obviously, everybody knows that. But I currently work in <clears throat> this is weird to say. I'm in business consulting, which <laughs> is a strange thing. But one of the things we talk about all the time, and one of the is the experience, mm-hmm. right? And you and I have talked about this. Yeah. But I think it is fascinating at this, in an era where you have Amazon mm-hmm. and you have eBay and you have every, the, even the bike companies who you buy bikes from mm-hmm. are selling bikes online, Yeah. trying not to undercut you, but ultimately they're gonna do what's best for them. 
Mm -hmm. You're a dude sitting out here in Sioux Falls. What is it that's going to make it so that you can keep doing what you do, whether you are Chad Picard selling bikes, um, we can see 605 Running Store, which is another great example, right here in downtown Sioux Falls selling running equipment, yeah. shoes. Great Outdoor Store, which is a fabulous place. Yeah. Specialty retailers in local communities trying to fight back against not just the, the big internet retailers, but then the sort of secondary re, uh, internet market, right? Sure. The internet pirates. Yeah. How are you going to do that? I, so we, we talk about this a lot in our industry, and it, it, competition is not a new thing. Competition has always been there. Right. Um, back in the 90s, it was, it was mail order. Um, as, as websites started developing, there was always you know, retailers, or uh, sorry, web stores based out of weird cities that could, would always undercut uh, everything. Mm -hmm. um, and so what, what is actually, so, so that competition is nothing new. So what we have to do is we just always have to create, like you said earlier, we have to create an experience that's for the customer. We have, to, we have to provide them with information to help them make their decisions. We have to help create a plan for them that leads them to success. Um, and and you, you mentioned 605 running. I, that's an excellent example because I don't have the time to dig into, you know, am I pronated, am I supinated, am I, do I have bad knees, am I God, old, I was, am I fat? I was supinated the other day with yeah. your doctor, clear it right up. Yeah. <laughs> Did it involve soup? No, um, but I don't want to talk about yeah. it. <laughs> the, but but I don't have time for that, and yep. and, and I think as as um, as you know our communities grow. I mean, people are incredibly busy, yep. and and they go from uh, you know they're interested in doing something, and they don't want to weed through all the information because in in today's market, all that information is online. I mean, you can anybody can learn how to do anything. Um, or they, think they, they do. Uh, <laughs> they, they, I think you almost can. I actually. Yep. I was curious. I looked up. Uh, uh, I looked up to see if anybody had ever performed like surgery on themselves. <laughs> I, I, seriously, I did, and a guy had performed an appendectomy on himself. Oh, in I, the wild? I, Just like a, I think I don't know where he, he lived, but I think he died. But <laughs> but, the, but the point is not that he died. It's that that you know he was empowered enough that he thought he could do it. But that's that's there is a ton of information out there, and it's yep. really hard to navigate through that if you want to get involved in an activity. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's where we excel, is that we can provide that information in a, in, in a digestible format in our stores, and we can, got, we can create a plan for people, and, and if they come in and they want to ride with their kids, the plan is get them a bike so they can ride with their kids. Yep. I mean, that's very basic, but... Don't um, tell them, um, there's a couple of things we talk about all the time, and I never talk about the name of my company, not my company, but the company yeah. I work for, 5.4. Uh, and it is really fascinating because these themes come up all the time, mm -hmm. right? And you, we've talked about these things, but you don't know the ins and outs. There's a couple issues there. One, time, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, yes. And, and there's a couple of guys, Joe Pine, Jim Gilmore, who wrote a book 20 years ago called The Experience Economy. Mm -hmm. And one of the things they say, it's about time. Mm -hmm. Meaning, you are selling time, right? you have to honor time but people will one of the greatest examples is i think um i heard this one the other day where uh you know those gumball machines mm -hmm. like where you put in a quarter and the gum goes you know that's as somebody said 
it's a terrible gum delivery service, right? <laughs> it's the worst. But that's not what you're putting the quarter in for. And kids will stand in front of it, put the quarter yeah. in, put the quarter in. And it's not even good gum. But it's the time that they spend with it. And I think that that is exact. You are saving people time. But when they're there, it's got to be something. Yeah, and, and it could be just, you know, that individual can research all they want. And it could be just, yes, you are on the right track. Yep. This is the product you need. Affirmation. And, yeah. Yep. And there's and, and, and now there's there's uh, there's the risk of you know there's a lot of counterfeit stuff out there. There's mm-hmm. um, we, we talk a lot about you get what you pay for. Right. Um, and and for your listeners, e-bikes. Just so they know, e-bikes are, is the largest growing category. You had to bring up e-bikes. <laughs> just had to do it. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> cheaters. <laughs> No, it's, I know what you're saying. Yeah, so, so e-bikes, awesome. but so you can go on Amazon and you can go on eBay, yeah. you can go on you know a host of websites and you can buy an e-bike. Yeah, and you can buy one for you know probably as low as as a thousand dollars, maybe even maybe even a little bit lower. Yeah, and we ha- we've we've seen those bikes. They brought them in and and um, the you get what you pay for. Right. It's it's a it's a seven hundred dollar e-bike. It doesn't charge well. It it you know if a part breaks, you can't get replacement parts. Um, if uh, we have an individual who had a, a certain brand that the parts had to come from Italy, and and we couldn't, they wouldn't even talk to us. So then you've got a. a you know why? Didn't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> could be. Um, the so so in the end, yep. what the what, what our what our this is now a client of ours because yep. he's trying to get service, right. and and we can't. You know, he he bought an experience, but he didn't get it. Right. Um, he thought he was going to be able to ride this e-bike around the bike trail. Well, he found out it's it's a different class. It's not allowed on the bike trail. Oh, yeah. um, th- then a then a, a part breaks, and, he, and and his experience is ended. Just just hard stop. Yeah. And he's frustrated, and he is angry, and and you could have saved him all that anger. You know, for a little bit more money, yeah. We and the worst thing you want to do is, is make people feel stupid. You don't oh, want yeah, to. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But, Oh, so, and I've, I've done it. I've been there. I mean, I, I love camera stuff. I've bought stupid stuff that, you know, I thought was uh, going to, you know, be the, the, the part or whatever for my camera that I needed. And it wasn't. And it was wasted money. Um, and so putting this into the broad context of local business, right? Because we need local businesses more than ever. Absolutely. Um, Shall I list the reasons why? Yeah, give give us the top three. I, you know, the, the top three, um, the local businesses are typically the ones that are most involved in the community. Mm-hmm. They're supporting, uh, you know, a 5K. They're supporting someone's um, fundraisers, you know, for maybe a cancer survivor or something yeah. like that. I think about Niver uh, Hardware, which is a great example of yeah. local business. Every year, they've got the, the Boy Scouts and Cub Scouts out there selling popcorn in their stores. How much is that worth to the Cub Scouts? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because you can't walk by them without buying popcorn. Yeah, and and I what think what kind of Scrooge are you? I got so much popcorn in my house, I can't stand it. I not a popcorn fan necessarily. I, d- I didn't buy popcorn. <laughs> I should have the other day, but but at, at the very at the very least, we're going to be there tomorrow. Yep. So so if if I sell you a product, and and maybe it's not the thing, I have to answer for that. So that definitely raises the bar. I want to make sure that you get the right thing, so that you come back and you say. That was awesome. Yeah. At, at the very least, that's the most important thing. But if you if you buy from, uh, you know, we'll pick on Amazon. They don't care. No. They do not care at all. If you buy from whatever dot com that's 
you know, based out of LA or wherever, they don't care. And that's fine. And that's their business. Yeah. But you're, you, you're not going to get what you get. You're not going to get an experience. Right. And you think that it's not. You don't want experiences. You want things. But you pay for experiences every day. Nobody goes to Disney because they like hats with ears on, right? <laughs> that's not the deal. You pay all that money for something that will last a lifetime. Yeah. The memories with your children yeah. of being hot and standing in line. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you want. Um, but I, and I'm, and I, I'm continuing to be fascinated by this. Uh, so when you think about it, you talked about walking into a place and feeling comfortable, mm -hmm. okay? Because it's intimidating. And I, to me, that's probably the hardest part of it. Because yeah. I know you can fix a bike. I know you'll tell me what the best thing to buy is. I trust you and I trust your people. But that moment when you walk in and you don't know anybody, making that a comfortable moment has to be the hardest part of it. I, you know, I... They're not here for you, but... Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the best part, honestly. Um, I, I personally, I find it as a challenge, mm -hmm. uh, you know. And so I'm, I'm, you know, as a as a client comes in or as a customer comes in, I'm thinking, okay, how can I make this person comfortable? Because you've um, had, a, if you've had a crappy day, yeah. Because I mean, honestly, your it, personal life is wrecked. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke. That's just a joke. But you know, I mean, everybody. Hey, I got my pajamas on, all right? <laughs> I showed up. But every every employee it, you have, and everybody has crap going on. How do you get them to look that person and say, "Hey, you're among friends." I I mean, some of it's a, you know, as as a owner of business, I have to set that as an expect, expectation. Yeah. And and I also need to manage that somewhat and say, "Hey, you know, you're having a bad day. Why don't you work downstairs?" You know, and, and, and usually when it gets to that point, they they realize, "Yes, I you know, that's a good thing." Yeah. Um, but but that doesn't have to happen that often because we all just love bikes. Yeah. I mean, find something wrong with bikes and let me know. There's just nothing. No. Except for maybe oh, like e-bikes. Well, there's nothing wrong with e-bikes. You put motors that's on a, them, that's they're not bikes anymore. That's that's your problem. That's uh, my problem. There's, but there's no question you know, about it's, that. it's 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 they, they relieve stress. They provide transportation. Mm -hmm. they, um, they, they remove cars from the roads. Yep. Um, you know, you talk to, like for me, a good bike ride, just it's, it has to do with like creativity and just letting go of all the stress from work and, and being able to just focus on, on nature or whatever. And, and that's when you get rid of all that, the stressful stuff and all the good ideas start, you know, yeah. developing. Do you even ride a bike anymore? I, mean, really. I did. I went to Newton Hills on uh, oh, I saw on uh, right. Saturday night. It was it, really muddy. I, it was. I am. It's embarrassing how bad that place has gotten. Just uh, what, do just you think that's? Just as an aside, I saw that and I was. Yeah. Is it just because of maintenance, or is it because just because it's been so wet? That's a. That's another podcast. I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I'm I go think with it's. Wet. I, I think it's. It's partially it's wet. Yeah. Partially it's it's having you know the the commitment for a sustainable trail is committing to staying off of it. When, when the conditions aren't great, right, and they just don't and have that in the state park system. I yeah, I don't know that they have the. They really need to invest like one year of creating some trails that are uh, just better built. They they yeah yeah, which leads me to this yeah, and I want to talk about this because did I answer the other question though? Yep, you okay. did, you did. I and I I think that it's very hard. Oh, I wanted to give an example of that though. Oh, about well, we the do. comfort thing. Yes, please um, do. And I, I always pick this one because it was, uh, it, 
it was just a, a great experience. Um, it was we had done a triathlon event for the day. It was in February, yep. and it was uh, later in the day, so pretty much everybody had left. And it was it was a great event. We got people signed up for races. They they could do stuff with their friends, and and we had some uh, some like gift bags and stuff, and some prizes and everything. It was just it was a great day. Apparently, as as I wasn't invited. Uh, gift this was before you were doing triathlons. Really? Okay. Yeah. This was back, like, uh, it was a while ago. Uh, <laughs> so late in the day, 4 o'clock, it's snowing out. A customer comes up, and he's got, um, it's uh, a customer of ours, his wife. Uh, she's got a jogger with a kid in it, and they've got their dog. And, it, and I just, I was actually just a, a bystander just watching this happen. And the, the customer comes in. He's looking at bikes. There's a specific one that we had a special on. Um, and he's looking at it. He didn't ride it, but you know they were talking specs. And then one of my employees went outside and, and talked to his wife and said, why don't you come in? Uh, she was a little nervous because she had a dog and a jogger or whatever. And, she's, and, and so she came in. One of my employees starts playing with the dog. One of them starts giving attention to the kid and you know whatever mm-hmm. you do with, with kids. And, and, uh, and I just watched this whole thing unfold. And it, it comes to a point maybe 30 minutes later, and, and the husband says, well, um, I, I need my wife and I will talk about this tonight and we'll decide if we're going to buy it or not. Mm-hmm. And she turns to him and says, are you kidding? <laughs> Can you not see the service they are providing? Yeah. And, and just, they are all about you doing what you want to do and getting you what you need to do it. Right. And it was, and, and I, I wish that, you know, there's, there's not, not all specialty retailers are great. Right. But I wish that, you know, specialty retailers would see things like that and understand that, you know, oh, it, it pays to treat customers really, really, really well and make them feel comfortable because that's what they want. And they want to be a part of, you know, they want to come in and they want someone to say their name and they, and they want to know that they're going to get taken care of. And, and the, the, it works well because they're willing to pay for it. Yes. And we're not, we're not gouging them. No. You know, if we were gouging them, they wouldn't come back tomorrow. Uh, if we were gouging them, uh, you know, that information gets out pretty quickly on, you know, whether it's Google reviews or Facebook reviews. Right. No, you're... We're just treating them right. Right. And that's... And people are willing to pay yeah. for the experience. Absolutely. More and more and more and more because... And this is, this is what's so fascinating about this to me is as the culture becomes more and more and more isolated. Yeah. Think about how isolated you are. How... how there's statistics about loneliness, right? Which is a terrible thing to try and measure, loneliness. Yeah. But essentially, every indicator is that more and more people in this world are lonely. That they have less and less and less human contact on a daily basis. And if you are a business that offers something they're interested in, they're not just paying you for that thing, they're paying you for that human connection. Yeah. And maybe, Maybe you're the only actual human being they will talk to all day. Think about that. Yeah. That's pretty amazing when you are in a business that's not just selling a thing, but is selling a human connection. And that's, yeah, and, and I'm, I'm fortunate. I, you know, the businesses that I go to, whether it's coffee or, or quiche or you know, whatever, I mean, it's, it, to walk into somewhere and say, and for them to say, Hey Chad, what would you like tonight? Yeah, I mean just that. I uh, like you. Know, you be- it's saying you belong yep. here, and I'm gonna and, and I'm gonna charge you for it. Yep. But it's gonna be good. I will. I, I eat lunch. Uh, one of my favorite places, MB Haskett, right? And I eat lunch there quite often. And they now know, 
and they, because they pay attention, right? Well, Mike doesn't pay attention, but other people pay attention. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. But the uh, uh, we just lost a listener. They're like, yeah, no. they're like, oh, that's right. You don't eat meat. I, here's what I got for you. Yeah. And oh, yeah. you know, yeah. The little stuff like that. I, I'm back. There. I, I'm there. You know, I, that's what brings me back. When it, when I you know between Thanksgiving and Christmas I'll go to I mean I always go to Queen City Bakery yeah but know. Mitch knows like if I ever get pumpkin pie you can't see the pumpkin pie it's under all the whipped cream <laughs> and he just knows yeah that's sad really good he can ply it, you that way yeah. with whipped cream yeah um, but it, and I as I think about my life though those are the that's what I want right I don't I don't think about what I spend. I really don't because I want, I want to have lunch at a place who knows who I am. I want to go to Queen City Bakery and say hi to the people that own it. One of the things I tell my stepkids is, they like, why do you always go here? Or why do you always go there? I say, I always, if I can, always go to a business where I know the owner. And they're like, well, you go to Ace Hardware? And I say, yeah, I know the owner. <laughs> you go to Lewis? I say, yeah, I know the owner. Well, I know you know Chad, right? Because they've been in the store. But they go down these businesses and they're like, yes, I know the owner. Like, really? You know the owner? And to me, that's kind of weird because I'm not that, I don't know that many people, right? <laughs> but, uh, no, 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 no. It's, I just, I, yes, I've lived here. But to them, that's kind of foreign. And that scares me, right? Because to the owners, it's foreign? No, to or the to, kids. Oh, to the kids. Right? Like, why do and you go? I've got had to get a screen fix the other day. Where do you get a screen fix? Like, how do you? I said you go to Robson Hardware. What? Yeah, we're gonna go to Robson Hardware. They just, it's it. I, so we talk about they're that. young, so they yeah, don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but they're smart. Yeah, we we talk about it, and and so think of you know it's it's you've got a race on. You've done some racing a little bit. I've I've seen it online. Yep, I love those pictures. By the way. <laughs> the one where you're just like totally drained and like just death seems like a better option. Yeah, the, well, uh, maybe you're th- uh, Captain, uh, Captain Snotbeard. Or that. Those, those, those are good. Yeah. yeah. So, so think about it. So let's say you have a race Saturday yep. and it's Thursday night or maybe Friday. Yeah. And, and, and you have a mechanical issue that you need fixed. Where are you going to go? Right. You need to go. You you ha- at this point you have to go somewhere right. where when you walk in they say, "Hey Patrick, how are you?" Yep. Because that they have a relationship with you. Yep. And they care. Yep. And when you say when you dump all your stuff on the counter and like, I screwed up or this broke <laughs> or I tried to fix this or whatever whatever this, it is. You say this like it's a hypothetical. I, it, 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 that's another. That's a, I'll cover that on my own podcast. Uh, Yes. But but if so, so if I know you, right? Odds are I'm going to be invested in your racing. I'm going to be invested in you. You know, not you know I'm not going to um, you know pay your debts or anything. No, no, no. But but, but I care at, at the very least. Right. I care. Yeah. And and even if it's you know if it's an employee that maybe doesn't know your name but recognizes you, they still care. Right. And and when you have these huge businesses. You know, do they actually? No, they don't. Do they care? No. They can't. They can't. It's not their fault. They can't yeah. care. And there are some. So that's big... important. What I'm saying is that's yeah. important. Is it, I mean, if you can bridge that gap and actually have a relationship with, with a customer, because like I said earlier, 
we're going to be there tomorrow yeah. and probably next week. So if, if, you know, worst case scenario, we do a crappy job. And sometimes know, it happens. It, sometimes right? it happens. Sometimes we make mistakes. I'll, I'll be the first to admit that. But we're also going to be there to fix it tomorrow, next week, how do or you whenever. Teach, how do you teach your um, staff, your team members, humility? Because in those instances, when something does go wrong, the only it, thing you have is humility. Just, because I, I, I hate to say it, but experience, you know, because yeah. it happens, yeah. and 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 we, you know, we talk about it. We say it's it's just, uh, I screwed up, you know, and and it, it affects all of us. Yeah, um, you know, we're all trying to, you know, we're all part of the same thing. You know, if 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 one employee is doing a horrible job, that affects the rest of us. Um, so it's 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 through experience. I mean, and it happens, yeah. and it's it's you know, we talk about it. We say, okay, you know, the end goal is. You know, how are we going to take care of the customer? Um, that's the ultimate, that's the most important thing because there was a plan in place and we failed. So we create another plan and figure out what the success is. Yeah. And sometimes it means, sometimes it's a financial thing. You got to take the hit. Yeah, you got to take the hit. But it's, you know, and, and I'll, I'll use actually Google reviews as an example. We've, over the years, believe it or not, I know it's hard for a lot of people to believe this, we've got some really bad reviews. Mm-hmm. And, and, and those things scare me to death. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's been, an, you know, we do everything we can to get a hold of that person if we know what, it, what happened and, and try to correct it. And, and that's why we have, I think our re- Google reviews for Sioux Falls are like 4.9. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why, because it's, how can we fix this? You know, we made a mistake. How can we correct it? How can we, you know, pay for their expenses or, yeah. or whatever? Three out of and, five stars, and, the and, owner was an asshole. I mean, you know, that's your, <laughs> that's your nightmare, right? It, honestly, it is. I mean, with business owners, we go to bed at night, you know, worrying about this stuff. And we've had... Out of some of those negative reviews, uh, we had one gal who, it was just, honestly, it was just a miscommunication. And, and I, I was at a bike event, a taco ride, Sioux Falls taco ride, and I rode behind her. And I don't think she knew who I was. And I heard her replay oh my God. the entire story like to her friend. Oh. <laughs> but, it, but, it, it, but it's good to hear that. Yeah. Um, unfiltered. But, unfiltered, yeah. Because then it's just like, oh, we screwed up. You know, it's like, it's... It's like Netflix changing their subscription service, which I yeah. think is the most amazing thing in the world because that's when people speak up and say, hey, this is wrong. Yeah. This is how you can better serve me as the person giving money to you. Yeah. And, but this gal, she, we had the hard conversation. I said, hey, we totally screwed up. Um, not even at this point even trying to you know, cover our tracks or anything. I mean, we, we, it was a miscommunication. That's all that matters. And we corrected it. She was, became the best customer um, until she moved, we were so bummed. No! She moved. I know it's it's a sad ending to the story, <laughs> but it was amazing. And 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 we we got to connect with her, and we we got to put some things in place that you know maybe we were overlooking a, a step or a procedure mm-hmm. somewhere, and and it, it came out awesome in the end. And the problem is, you got lucky. You got lucky. You ended up behind her on a ride. How lucky yeah. is that? Well, the Google review told me. <laughs> well, but yeah, yeah, you, you know, and honestly, you know, I mean that. It's hard to hear some of that stuff. And, and the first, your first thought is, oh, but this, or oh, but that, or, but it doesn't matter. No. It doesn't, it does not matter. You can, you can defend all you want, and it's not going to make it yeah. any better. Yeah, don't defend. That noise you heard was a U-Haul trailer, which reminds me, <laughs> I should mention another small business, North U Bait and Tackle, uh, who sponsors this fine, fine program. 
uh, over on uh, uh, North uh, Kiwanis Avenue, where you can get U-Haul, all sorts of U-Haul, but also uh, live bait, dead tackle. Uh, you can get uh, uh, propane, propane accessories, uh, storage, high-end dog and cat food. North through bait and tackle, North uh, Kiwanis Avenue, just off Russell. So that's our sponsor. Awesome. Yeah, you should sponsor the show. I should. I should. I could have two sponsors. I think I don't. I already. Sp- no. No. Oh, you don't. Okay. No. <laughs> Let's not go. <laughs> uh, well. Whoa. We lost one of our audience members. Dang it. Oh That's man. Right. We're down to. She was. She's a good audience member. Yeah. Though. Well, she's not a good audience. Good friend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We won't even go into that. Um, Charles is still here. Charles, is a regular uh, audience member. Do you have any questions, Charles? Charles usually has a question. He said he has some. Yeah, do you have a question? Q&A. So uh, the signs around town that says bicycles may use the full lane, does that only apply to that specific road or is that just general lane? There you go. Uh, at full disclosure, Chad and I are both on the uh, uh, Sioux Falls Bike Committee, which is a uh, uh, inform, not informal, it's an advisory committee to the yeah. Sioux Falls Planning Department. Um, though, that's a good question, Charles. I'm glad you asked it. Uh, you can use the bicycles are allowed to use a full lane anywhere. The signs are just an awareness raising campaign. And they are in places where maybe you wouldn't always think a bicycle would have the full lane, like on South Minnesota Avenue, just before you go under the uh, 229 uh, overpass, which is it's tough, tough road there. I ride it, yeah. but it's tough. Yeah. Um, and I, I like just a little reminder. It's a good question. Do you have any other questions, Charles? So if you're riding the road, is the expectation to maintain the flow of traffic, or is there like a set speed limit to what bicycles have to maintain in the road? I'll let Chad answer this one. <laughs> uh, currently, as uh, there are not any minimum speed limits anywhere, and and so the the idea is not that a bike slow down traffic all over town, and and I think that's a, a perception that a lot of people have is that you know a cyclist wants a mile long traffic stream behind him. I mean, that is not the case at all. Um, the, the purpose for it, uh, there, we did some work on a, on a bill years ago. I don't even remember the name of the bill, but, it, but the state was gonna strip away vehicle rights to cyclists. And, and we worked hard on that and, and we, we kept that status. Um, and it also allowed you to get drunk and ride your bike. It was the, it was, uh, <laughs> That's why it yeah. got all the attention. Yeah, it did, actually, it, it wasn't even the getting drunk on the bike that kept it, it was getting drunk on the horse. Yeah, yeah, and we actually worked really hard on that because we wanted Because people, you support cowboys. You ca- <laughs> I love, I, right now you love cowboys. I do? Because if the horse thing wouldn't have been in there. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, we worked hard on this. We wanted bikes to be able to ride on roads. We wanted people to be safe. And uh, the intention is, is never that a cyclist control anything other than their safety. And, and so um, there's, I mean, there's so much about it, like, you know, releasing, you know, it, let me back up. So when a cyclist rides all the way to the right side, mm-hmm. um, what they are, are telling the traffic behind them and in front of them is, is hey, maybe I don't belong here and, and I want you to have enough room to squeeze by. But it's incredibly dangerous because you're, you're, you're in, in one lane, you're allowing a, a vehicle as well as a cyclist, and there's just not room. So what the idea is that a cyclist ride in the lane, and the cyclist needs to be aware, which is important. Um, traffic works best when we all work together. Um, and so the idea is that uh, basically it's the cyclist saying, you know what, 
my safety is important at this particular point. There's a car parked on the right side of the road. There's traffic coming. Give me a second so I can release the lane to you so you can pass yes. when I can move over. Just give me a um, second. Just Yeah, just give me a second. And um, because of that, I mean, there, there is no law anywhere that says that you are going to get to work in five minutes or that you can maintain your speed of 30 miles an hour. It's just not 30. possible. Or 25 or 50 or whatever. 50, yeah. And as our, as our city grows, the greatest city... What's the saying? The best little city in America. Best little city in America. As it, trademark. As it grows. <laughs> Do I have to pay now? Because yeah. that's paid. To, okay. It's not trademark. And it's actually show. It's now in the, uh, somebody put it in the Wikipedia. It's awesome. about Sioux Falls. Well, awesome. Except yeah. that's mine, man. I got no yeah. cred. I want a site. I want to. So all listeners go to Wikipedia and I don't, does that work still? I don't know. Okay. But anyway, the, uh, where was I going with that? We are talking about uh, the controlling the lane. Yes. So yeah. there, there is no minimum. Oh, um, I you don't have to be able to ride 30 miles an hour to ride in traffic. Yeah. And you don't really get held up as much as you think you do. No. And, and the bigger thing, Sioux Falls is growing. It's a great city. Economy's great. There's tons of great local businesses and stuff. But think, you know, look at, uh, you know, some of our roads today, 26th Street, 41st Minnesota Avenue, and add another 20, you know, grow your population 20, 30%. Those, some of those roads can't get any bigger no nope. and and at, at some point someone is gonna say you know what if you live um you know west of town um or, or east of town of brandon or whatever and you live in the core of the city it you know what it's just gonna take you 30 40 minutes to get there if, yep. if that's your choice uh of you know of where you live and where you work right um now there are so, so our city needs to you know start looking at those other options whether it's you know multimodal it's bus it's um, it's riding a bike partway, it's walking partway, or whatever, because those roads you just you can't make them big enough. Minnesota Avenue cannot get any wider. One of the abom- great abominations I've seen in, in uh, traffic planning, not because it's not kind of cool, but if when you go to Omaha, right? If anybody's been to Omaha in the last ten years, what used to be Dodge Street going west out to the great expanse of Western Omaha, they couldn't make Dodge Street any wider. So they put one on top and one on the bottom. <laughs> and there's a stretch of Dodge where it is like this elevated freeway. Yeah. That is the worst suburban nightmare I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. It, it's a terrible idea. Yeah. Um, and we can't do that. This, what we do in putting all our money into roads and building continued suburb after suburb after suburb. Oh boy. It is a it is a it is a failed strategy. The evidence is everywhere, and yet still we do it. Go out, go out, go out. Build more roads, build more roads. It is unsustainable. Nobody. It is not paying for itself. Development does not pay for itself. So the idea that you're going to have to you're at some point you're going to have to have pay more to drive. Yeah. We're not that far. In Sioux Falls, we are, we just put 80% or like, no, 89%. What is the number? We watch this. The CIP. We, we transferred all our available money into roads. Roads! So nothing else is going to happen in this city except paving or repaving or reconstructing freaking roads. No, the bike lanes are a, a the, the bike lanes we have are a farce. Yeah. 
They're a farce. Some of them, they're terrible. The, the Bry man, the Bry man that that just walked into the full circle. We just became big league, yep. I think. When the Bry man uh, uh, shows up, you got trouble. It's, the strong town stuff is interesting. I, I don't great. know if you ever talked about that, but it was yes. great at the last, not the last one, but uh, one of the city council meetings. Um, Greg Neitzer, yep. love that guy. Yep. Gave everybody in the city council uh, Jeff Speck's book. Yep. Walk well, he, uh, or, and a bunch of people in planning. He bought yeah, yeah, okay. Ten copies or whatever it was it? Twenty copies. Yeah, and, yeah. And they've been having a little uh, book. Uh, yeah. Conversation. And but to hear from, I've. I've I think we've all emailed our city councilors about the, you know concerns or whatnot. And I just have them on the show and yell at them. Yeah, and there uh, goes the Brian man. Well, he apparently wasn't here for the show. <laughs> he saw me now. Now oh, he's coming uh, back no, here. Okay. Yeah, no, that's wrong door, Brian man. You uh, other go, door. Other door. <laughs> other door. There you go. But it, it was right, great man. to you can, hear. You can tell he has. You can tell he's a cyclist. <laughs> can't figure out doors. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, but it was great to hear city council talk Welcome about... Welcome to the podcast, Brian, man. Yeah, it's live. Anything you say yeah. will be held against, against you yeah, in court. Yeah. Your next guest. No. Yeah. <laughs> You're not like live yeah. casting or something. We're recording the podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, we were just making funny out on the you street. You edit me right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or edit you in. <laughs> See you guys. See ya. See ya. But it was great to hear city council say, start saying things like, we need to stop developing outside the city limits or, or pushing, the, pushing city limits. the city limits. We need to fill in the spaces within the city, yeah. which I think is incredible. It, uh, I think our city has a huge, um, I, I, I mean, they have a responsibility, obviously, for our city to be fiscally responsible. But, you know, they have a lot of opportunity to, to make that happen. And so it's, it's good to hear those conversations because four or five years ago, I mean, emails that I'd sent them were like, no, no, that's, you know, that's not... People got to drive! Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I think, um, I mean, I know, uh, I have friends that don't have cars. You know, yep. they, they live downtown. Our, one, of our, one of our audience tonight doesn't have a car, for now anyways. Walks to work, bikes to work. Him? No, Val. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I, I mean, you don't yep. need one. No. And I, there's several people I know who don't have yeah. cars, and when they need one, they rent one. Yeah. There's Lyft. There's. Yep. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Lyft and Uber, but those are options. When there's, you need it. Yeah. Yeah. Buses. 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 I, I think our if our bus system was, you know, had their A game on. They're working on it. But I, I don't. So. I don't like this uh, on-demand thing that they're going to roll out. No, I think that's I don't. stupid. I you wrote an you wrote a, a a column about it years ago that I think about. See, maybe not monthly, <laughs> but but uh, the topic was the buses and how they're you know they're not paying for themselves and it's subsidized and and the answer that everybody was saying is we need to downsize the bus system. Right. But you were saying no, we need to redesign so people can actually use it. Yeah. Because I live. Uh, I live about half a block from a bus stop, mm -hmm. and there's a, there's a bus stop right in front of my store. Mm -hmm. and, and that distance is a mile and a half, but it takes me an hour because I'd have to go downtown mm -hmm. and then come back out. And, and it's a main, it's, it's, it, exactly. Right. And it's a, main, it's a main road. It's a hard problem. Yeah. It's not an easy thing, but when you judge everything by money, and one of the greatest problems we have is Every time you have a discussion about public transportation in this town, it ends up talking about paratransit. Yeah. Paratransit's awesome, but that is a different discussion than the bus system. But they're in the same damn budget. 
And you, so you cannot have that discussion without talking about paratransit, and then it's off the rails. Yeah. And then now you're talking about how come this agency isn't paying more? And then, and then what? Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I can just do that one myself. Uh, no, they. I, I love. I know so many great city bureaucrats. Right? They are hardworking people. They are professional people. The planners, especially. You know, they're. They, they didn't go to. They didn't go to uh, graduate school in urban planning so that they could build a yet another. You know, standard subdivision. <laughs> you know, they went because they believed in something. Yeah. They know. It's the, they, we lack the political will to let them do what they can do to solve problems. And they have jobs like anybody. But it's, uh, that's a, that is a great issue. You just want to do another one right now? We'll just do one for next Tuesday? Sure. <laughs> okay, we're not going to do that. <laughs> uh, but we probably should wrap up. This has All been right. fun though, Chad. Yeah. I appreciate it. You coming down? I'm here. happy to come down anytime. I, I had no any, agenda. Any any Monday night when you're you're desperate for a Tuesday. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Or maybe you're gonna just start deciding Tuesday morning. I, I don't know. Well, I, this is this is quickly turning into just. You know, I used to have city councilors on and stuff, yeah. and a few of them I like talking to. Yeah. Um, and I'll have them back on, but there's some I don't. Yeah. Stop, yeah. Stop, 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 stop. No, no. I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with them. It's just not. Well, I don't have a rapport. Yeah. That's, and that's my fault, right? Yeah. And I'll probably have them all on. That's not. I'll have them all on. But um, I just like talking to people I know, and it's sort of becoming that. Chuck right? Yeah, we, we're trying to get. Uh, we're trying to get some. Uh, yeah, I don't want to promise anything. Well, our people are talking to their people. Uh, we're talking to some big names. Uh, but, uh, Bigger than me. No. I thought I was... Yeah. No. No. Come on, Chad. Uh, Chad Picard, he is uh, owner for how many years now? It's like 17, 18? 18, 18, 18, 18 years owner of Spoken Sports. Started when he was 12. Uh, <laughs> actually started when he was 26. It's a great story. I think 26. I, I told someone no, no math questions. Tonight. Two locations. Uh, eight, not, oh, what is, what's your... Uh, it's a 23, whatever it is. 2019 so. South Minnesota Avenue. It's between 28th and 29th Street yep, on the you'll west see side on, of the road. Yep, and then and, uh, Brookings. Yeah. How's Brookings doing for you? Brookings is good. It's a, it's a neat little community. Um, I hate Brookings so much. Oh, man, yeah. Goes back. It's yeah, just, it's all go. go yotes. Go. No, I, I've but been the, there But the, there's times. more than just the school there. I mean, there's I Nick's. I hate, no, Nick's, I don't want to get in trouble. I had a bad uh, gastrointestinal experience with Nick's on Tour Dakota. It's not their fault. It's my yeah. gut. Yeah. It's my gut. Okay. Uh, there's, yeah, there's lots of great things up yeah. there. No, it's fun. Yeah. Spoken sport. Yep. So I'll go sport. there. Uh, and, uh, you know, you're, you're open seven days a week. Seven days a week in Sioux Falls, six in Brookings. Yeah, because nobody does anything in Brookings on Sundays. Oh, man, I, I have a problem. I have a problem with Brookings, and I gotta get. I gotta. gotta There's gonna be a lot of people there this weekend. Yeah. I'm sorry. What? Oh, uh, the game day. Thing. Yeah. I, you know who's not gonna be there? Me. Me. <laughs> uh, thanks, Chad, for being here. I appreciate it. Uh, Happy to be here. Uh, the uh, Patrick Lally Show podcast recorded. Live every Tuesday at the Full Circle Book Co-op in beautiful downtown Sioux Falls, 123 West 10th Street, just off the big strip. And uh, our sponsor, we thank Northview Bait and Tackle, your home for live bait, dead tackle, propane, propane accessories, U-Haul, self-storage, 
and high-end dog and cat food. Uh, until next time, everybody, thank you. And I can't tell what I need to have To have to show Everyone is falling to the ground But I won't run away Taking just the things you know and love From yesterday Taking back that they think you know Cause I don't have no more for him No, I don't have no more for him Taking back face down to the ground Cause I don't have no more for him No, I don't have no more Just take back all the things I
Just. Yeah.